Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey everybody, Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. How are you? You guys doing good? Yeah. Hope you had a great week. Had a good week so far. Brad and I are in Vegas uh, tonight through Saturday at the uh, Crapshoot Comedy Festival. Pretty fucking pumped. First time festival, first time being there. All the comics flew in on a private jet. It was the shit. Um, Brad and I both got shows uh, tonight, Friday, and, uh, and then Saturday doing the live ALN at the El Cortez Hotel and Casino with guests Ryan Sickler, uh, Chris Porter, and uh, Beth Stelling. So uh, come out and see us. Uh, tickets at crapshootcomedyfestival.com. Um, man, today's episode, such a funny episode. You know this guy from Silicon Valley. You know him from Arsenio Hall. You know him from his dramatic work in the film Patriot's Day. Uh, he is just a hilarious dude. His story is uh, is interesting as as shit, and uh, he's one of the funniest dudes uh, to be around. I've had the pleasure of kicking it with him at some some pretty star studded parties, and we get into that as well as uh, his journey from Hong Kong to America, uh, adapting to the cultures out here and and learning the language, and then how he got into comedy and uh, and his. His, uh, his experience on Silicon Valley. It's all hilarious. It's all awesome. And it's all from Jimmy O. Yang. Yeah, baby. Man, so funny. Talk about a naturally funny dude. Uh, that's, that's, that's Jimmy in a nutshell. Aside from being a great actor, he does stand-up, so go see him live. Uh, follow him on Twitter, <laughs> at FunnyAsianDude. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy. Follow Brad at Funny Brad at Alien Podcast at Alien Podcast on Instagram. Adam Ray Comedy on Instagram. Brad Williams Comic on Instagram. Uh, thank you for watching a brand new episode of Return of the Mac last night. Just a few episodes left, and uh, you guys appreciate all the tweets and support. Really, uh, it's really been fun to watch the show. I think they did a great job, and hopefully, we get to do it again. Um, uh, like I said, tour dates. Brad and I in Vegas this weekend, and then next week I go to Reno. Oh, next week actually, I'm in Brea with Brad at the Brea Improv, um, May 26th, 7th, and 8th, and then uh, May 30th through June 4th, I'm in Reno at the Laugh Factory with Sandy Danto and Rachel O'Brien. Get your tickets at LaughFactory.com. That's May 30th through June 4th, Reno Laugh Factory. Uh, all my tour dates at AdamRayTV.com. All of Brad's at BradWilliamsComedy.com. Uh, AboutLastNightPodcast.com for all your ALN merch. Buy it. Bring it to the shows. And uh, and subscribe and, and rate and comment on the iTunes page. Helps us climb the charts. We appreciate all the love and support. Speaking of comments, I said I would read some. From Fun Incarnate. That's his name. Uh, by The Lost Carol. He says, About Last Night is a great comedy podcast where comedians Brad Williams and Adam Ray interview fellow stand-up comics and other celebrities. Adam and Brad do a great job getting the guests to open up and help the listeners get to know them. A lot of laughs to help you get through the day. Thank you so much, Fun Incarnate. I love that. Five-star rating. You're the man. Uh, From So Much Funny by P. Moores. First pod I ever subscribed to, and I've been laughing ever since. You two have turned me on to so many comics and other pods, but I always look forward to yours. Can't wait until you come back to Minneapolis. Thank you so much, dude. Gave it that five-star rating, too. You the fucking man, dog. 
Uh, Still Amazing by Whamick says, I've been listening to the podcast since the beginning. Such a great organic show. There's such a sincerity and hilarity in their interviews. Some episodes should be required listening for people who grew up in the 80s and 90s. I agree, dude. Thank you for the five-star rating and the comment. Guys, take a second, leave a comment, and five-star rating on the podcast iTunes page. And, uh, and we'll read yours on the, uh, on the intro, all right? Now that we've got the Twitter handles out of the way, the iTunes reviews, the merch info, the tour dates, the Joey Mac, Wednesday nights, 8.30 on Pop TV info. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with a very funny Jimmy O. Yang. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and... Wait, you were shooting Crazy Rich Asians? Yeah, it's based on a book. It's this movie, all Asian cash. Fuck yeah. First, like, studio films, all Asian. Now, I was, was going to say that. Shooting, that's... like, with a camera, right? You weren't just out, like, shooting Crazy no, I Rich Asians. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> you have to ask. Human beings, the most dangerous prey. <laughs> Coming to theater. And uh, we have you on sort of a crazy day for you, because I just told you, uh, your app, Not Hot Dog, is trending not only on Twitter but in the App Store. In the App Store, it's the one, two, three, like like the sixth app in the App Store that's trending. Yeah, Which and, and uh, for insane. the and for the people who aren't familiar with the amazing show Silicon Valley, first of all, shame on you. Secondly, uh, the you, you guys create an app in the show called Not Hot Dog. Yeah. Where it just takes pictures of something, and then it tells you if that object is a hot dog or not a hot dog. That's all it does. That's all it does. Yeah. I mean, that's... So, so you can take a picture of anything, and it just says, oh, like, like they're the most useless app ever, but at the same time, fun. But also, it works. Like, the engineers actually put in a lot of work. And yeah. trained it, so it works. Uh, yes, to, yes. To pretty high high degree of success. Yeah, some people are trying to fool it. I've, I've seen this, where yeah, people yeah. are... People are drawing pictures of hot dogs, right? And then like saying, but then the app still says like that's a hot dog. I'm doing a not hot dog challenge on Twitter <laughs> to see if you can any non hot dog object that you can make the app tell you it's a hot dog. Yeah, and then uh, we're gonna give you some swag. Wow, the funny ones. See, not, not all of them, right? Because I mean, you know what? The ice bucket challenge was great for ALS, ALS. but now everyone needs to hop on this trend. This is great for Jimmy O Yang. So, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get a dime from it. But, yeah, uh, but it, it, it's it, fun. It, it, it's fun, and uh, who knows? Maybe you can, if, if you have a dachshund, you can dress them up in a hot dog. People costume. try that. Yeah, and some of it works, some of it didn't. My favorite one is um, this pug in a Wiener Schnitzel mobile, <laughs> and then it counted it as a hot dog. How? Yeah. How much did you have to smoke to say the sentence "pug in a Wiener Schnitzel mobile"? Oh, came up with that. Look at that. Isn't that the cutest thing? Oh my god! And it says, and it says it's a hot dog. Yeah. Or Oscar Myers, not Wiener Schnitzel. Yeah. Uh, what? Well, wow. And, and uh, it's just it's just random, but it's crazy. I need to cash out with like Oscar Myers or Wiener Schnitzel or something. You can turn that mic directly towards your face. Oh, is that like, is that how microphones yeah. work? Oh wait. Yeah, I can. You can tell. Oh, is that? Is there? Oh, there you go. I, I can do this. Yeah. Yeah. Or but then I'll be looking away from you guys. Is there someone to do that? Yeah. There you go. Just like that. But Perfect. it was okay. Good. There it is. I think you can tighten it with that silver thing. There you go. Yeah, man. Uh, wait, now, are you a uh, hot dog in real life? 
ribs. I'm not a hot dog. I tried. No, I mean, tried. I not, took yeah, a yeah. picture of myself. I'm not a hot dog. Because I think it was <laughs> not to just go from Asian to Asian here, but like, <laughs> is it Kobayashi? Kobayashi. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do look. Is he like the Michael Jordan for you guys? Or <laughs> I don't know about us, but maybe Japanese people. Yeah. Not really. My dad hasn't claimed them yet. Okay. Yeah, you know. Is that your barometer for... My, my, my dad claims people, because my dad's from Shanghai. He's very proud of that. Yeah. And uh, he claims every successful athlete, actor as Shanghainese <laughs> at some point. Yao Ming was legit from Shanghai. Dude, Yao Ming right. was a yeah. fucking god. Like, I, I mean, I loved how, A, you know, just as a basketball fan, it was like cool to see a guy that tall be that dominant and yeah. that fast and that... that and then play that long. I mean, he, I, yeah, yeah. I, the fact that he had foot, foot problems when he did, I was like, dude, I'm surprised he got 10 years out of that Exactly. Career. Right. He's, yeah. a, he's a giant. And he really opened the, the floodgates for basketball in uh, China. Yeah. Well, because then that's one of the reasons why it was so, it was so amazing, because then he sort of brought the NBA mm-hmm. over there. It was kind of like the dream team, followed by Yao Ming, and then Yao Ming just blew the fucking Exactly. Roof off like my dad and all my uncles got like the league pass and everything. They were already kind of basketball fans, but yeah. this was just a whole nother thing. So it was a, a direct like spike. Oh, in- yeah. My dad is still a Rockets fan because of Yao Ming. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. What was it? Did you ever go to China when he was like playing? And I didn't. I no. I think I might have seen a couple games. Now I I, I mean I have been a big Clippers fan, but when Yao yeah. Ming was in the league, I was a yeah. I was a Rockets fan. Because you've been you've been in the United States for how long now? Uh, so I came here when I was thirteen. I'm going yeah. on thirty now, almost. So I'm wow, seventeen like, years, just 17 like the movies, years. just yeah. like the Jennifer Garner movie. <laughs> oh yeah, thirteen going on thirty. That was based on your life, by the way. <laughs> Whoa! I, you don't know that. I don't want you to sue the studio, but yeah, they oh, heard they heard yeah. that you were eventually going to be thirty, and yeah. you're thirteen when you moved. <laughs> yeah, and they go they go who who's the white. Uh, Jimmy O. Yang, it Jennifer Garner. White, there yeah. you go. Yeah. What was that about? It was her. It was 30? sort of like a Freaky Friday thing where she's thirteen and then all of a sudden she gets morphed into a thirty-year-old. And that's oh. why I love Brad Williams because yeah. who the <laughs> fuck knows that synopsis? I mean, I mean, I could give you the synopsis. I mean, if, if there was a Jennifer Garner movie synopsis app called like Jennifer Garner, not Jennifer Garner, yeah, I could do that. I, I could just be like, you can like show you, you you like show a picture of a sword and be like, was this part of a Jennifer Garner movie? I'd be like, no, she played Electra that had a sigh, not technically a sword. Oh so, my boom. god, boom! Jennifer Lawrence Dictionary. <laughs> Not Lawrence Garner. Garner. Yeah, Garner. Excuse me. Yeah, there's a lot of gems Jengar. out there. Well, I mean, you know what? I'm I'm gonna forgive you for that because English is your fourth language. So, well, yeah, if you count all the dialects in Chinese, yeah, yeah then it would it would be the fourth spoken language. Wow. Yeah. How, when did you? So you got here when you were 13. Yeah. And first impressions of the states? Uh it was it was big and different, man. Like the food was different in Hong Kong. There's a lot of foot traffic. You just take public transport, much like New York. Mm-hmm. Was LA? If you don't have a car, you can't go anywhere. Right. One of the first days, and this was like before Uber, so it wasn't, oh yeah, way yeah. before. And like one of the first days, my grandpa was already living here. Uh, one of the first days I was in America, he took us to his favorite uh, uh, American restaurant, mm-hmm. and we walked 45 minutes down La Cienega. I was like, what the fuck? You know, <laughs> he thought it was closer because usually he drives a car, but we're yeah. used to walking. So me, my dad, and my grandfather, like three generations of Asian, walking down La Cienega <laughs> to his favorite American restaurant. And finally, we got there. It was an El Pollo Loco. <laughs> you know what, though? But when you don't know, oh, it was delicious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, it's good food. Yeah. But I didn't know like what, like you can choose dark meat, white meat, <laughs> corn tortilla, flour tortilla. That wasn't an option. That was overwhelming. Yeah. yeah. Very overwhelming. I mean, Subway's got to blow your fucking mind when you first go in. <laughs> Absolutely, like man. 19 different types of breads. <laughs> Everything is. 50 like, meats that aren't even meat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pizza Hut is like a legit restaurant in China. 
yeah like a sit down restaurant yeah yeah, uh, yeah when i went to china to do some shows there i was in the airport in shanghai and i walked into a pizza hut and it, it's like a sit down you get a napkin you get some nice yeah. silverware like it's like a a nice like in china if, if some guy goes to a girl like hey i'm taking you to pizza hut tonight that girl's fucking him like <laughs> yeah, that's fucking. yeah the pizza hut is like the magic castle <laughs> of china it, it, it oh it's just God. like you are putting out that night is it, that a, it's a classy place i mean in china. I, I don't want to question greatness but but i mean what was it always like that or did some did was there a commercial with like some celebrity? Like, did David Beckham come over and be like, "I always like Pizza Hut," oh. and everyone was like, "Now nah, we do too." I think it's it's uh, when when okay, so so when Americans or Western people when they say, yeah. "Let's go hang out," we go drink. Mm-hmm. I, I'm saying we for both now. Yeah, yeah. No, and then American, and then when yeah. when right. Asian people when we say, "Let's go out," we go eat. So eating and going out eating is a big activity. So that, mm-hmm. That's why I think Pizza Hut is, is is more of a restaurant than a delivery place. I mean, they oh, deliver okay. also, but you can straight up get like a souffle and like a yeah. seafood pasta. There's <laughs> a salad bar like Sizzlers, but like much better. Jesus, yeah. mm-hmm. it, it, it's it, it's insane. And uh, and as someone from the states, you go over there and it just blows your mind. Yeah, it's nuts. It's and, delicious too. Yeah, and then uh, did people tell you like when you got yeah. here? Did you have anybody like uh, other relatives or friends that just just to give you some sort of like lay of the land or tour guide you a little bit to be well, like- my tour guides were my grandparents. Okay, mm-hmm. and they're old, and they're Chinese, way more Chinese than I am. And mm-hmm. and I'm guessing not like super tapped into like what's no. hip and cool out here. Like they know like the good Chinese restaurants in Chinatown or the West Side or something like that. Like they weren't like let's go to Jumbo's Clown Room. On no, a Tuesday night. no, no, I didn't. I did not have a guy like that. I wish I. I wish I knew you. Yeah, yeah. you know, I would have been going to Jumbo's Clown Room when I was in eighth grade. And uh, for those uh, uh, not in Los Angeles, Jumbo's Clown Room maybe one of the more demented strip clubs. Yeah, uh, you know in, what though, in, you, in, in demented. The they, huh. But yeah. I will say but this: it's fun. It's burlesque. Yeah, and like, and it's a it's a really intimate bar with the stage for the dancing. Uh, and I will say this: those dancers work fucking real hard, harder yeah. than like real you know, strippers. Any, yes, so yeah, they got and, moves. Yeah, and yeah. they're physically some of the shit they do. I'm like. Are you sure you shouldn't be playing professional soccer? Yeah. yeah <laughs> because yeah, yeah, you yeah. just bent your leg slash vagina in a way that I think could stop a lot of penalty kicks. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Those girls are amazing. I used to go there a good amount because I used to live right down the street in uh, okay. Little Armenia. Oh, nice. For those who don't know, Thai Town and Little yeah. Armenia is right next to each other. <laughs> and and so Jumbo's you, Clown Room's in there. So you didn't live in Chinatown. You you lived in between uh, two cultures that aren't uh, huge fans of the Chinese. Yeah, I, so. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so. oh, do they have beef with the Chinese? Do beef? Uh, I mean, no. They have like mushu pork. They have like a lot oh of things. God. Thank you. Hey, hey, that's my best one. joke. I'm hey, out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, so no. To, so the to, your grandparents gave you a little. They, 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 they at least went out of the way tried. to take you. Yeah, yeah they tried. Uh, my aunt, my cousin lived here. They were born in America. Uh, so maybe, I don't know if they took me around. I really had to navigate my own way, you know, in eighth grade and then going to high school mm-hmm. here. How was high school here? It was cool. My dad used a fake address and I went to Beverly Hills High. So it was it was Beverly Hills High. It's a lot of foreign kids, a lot of yeah. you know, uh, Persian Very kids. Very diverse. Even yeah, like yeah. Jewish kids that were born in America, it's raised in a different cultural, yeah. w- with a mm-hmm. different cultural value. So. Sure. It's almost like I'm more comfortable with the outsiders, you know, and uh, it was cool. And Some of my best friends are still Persian. 
Oh, for real? Uh, yeah. They're still Persian? Still Persian. They didn't <laughs> change? They didn't change. Some of them, when they're 18, they become Mexican. There's a lot of pre- <laughs> that's, that's, you know. Yeah, knowing somebody pre-Persian is like, I feel real special. <laughs> um, I love in your set on Arsenio Hall that you talked about. Oh, yeah. Adapting to like the v- verbiage of, you know, cool hip America. Right. And not really knowing how to, uh, I guess, were you saying that your English wasn't good at that point? I mean, I didn't you really know to what too to... much English. I learned it on paper, right? Like how yeah. kids here would learn Spanish. Okay, but I never really had a conversation in English. So, well, at first, I just didn't know what's going on at all. Mm-hmm. Like the slangs, what's up? I didn't know what that meant. Was it so? Did it make you so apprehensive to even like have conversations? Because you're like, I don't want to seem real, or were you just like? No, I guess look. I was. I was. I was much younger. I was 13, so I didn't know better, and I, I was always kind of able to be funny, just so I didn't get bullied. No yeah. shit. And then, what uh, would you do? Uh, you know, well. I, I just try to be a funny kid. Like, I try to, even though I didn't understand too much English, I would, like, try to joke around or whatever. And I was fairly athletic for my size, so mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't really get my ass kicked or anything. But, uh, yeah, I learned a lot of English by watching TV. You said Snoop Dogg in the set, which was Snoop hilarious. Snoop Dogg and um, <laughs> so. uh, BET Rap City. <laughs> Comic View. When I saw oh Comic first of all, I didn't know what stand-up was because there wasn't a thing. That was, stand-up yeah, wasn't a stand-up, thing. Stand-up, yeah, stand-up isn't really, uh, mm-hmm. like... Uh, th- like there's um is there like chinese it's becoming kind of like a niche thing right i mean but back then when i was growing up uh, yeah or when my dad was growing up it was just a two act that was a thing like almost a sketch live show with two people oh okay when they do some canned routines to a rhythm um but stand-up is not a thing and uh so when i saw comic view first of all i don't understand a word those guys are saying yeah and the accents they're saying it in and also uh the slangs it's very street you know right so I thought if I can understand this, I can understand anything. So yeah. I really started watching that, and I found it very interesting and funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, uh, to this day, when I watch Bernie Mac's set from Def Comedy Jam, oh, I, I love it. I have no idea what that guy's saying either, but mm-hmm. his timing is just so <laughs> fucking good that I'm cr- that 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 I'm cracking up the entire mm-hmm. time. So yeah, you you learned an advanced form of English that I didn't know. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you could have talked more street. Than me at that point. True, true. <laughs> I was like a Chinese guy with a street accent. <laughs> what were some of the first like words and things you learned that you were like, okay, cool, this is. Um, I feel like well, it's what also, it's I, like also, in conversations that you felt comfortable in. Like, what, how long did it take for you to go? All right, cool. Now I feel mm, like my English is on par me, enough. They put me in those ESL classes for like two years. So in eighth grade, I was really just kind of like, um, sorry, I'm eating gummy bears. There's <laughs> a trap. There's a bowl of gummy. Yeah, bears. Yeah. Adam has put a goal of a bowl of gummy bears yeah. and in you know the apartment, what? and yeah. uh, that's going to be gone by the end of this podcast. Oh, for sure. You know, I did it two other times, and then today I was just like, you know what? Um, Jimmy seems like a gummy bear guy. I am a gummy bear guy. <laughs> wow. We actually we're going to make not hot dog gummy bears. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> that's part of swag. Holy really? shit! Yeah, 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 yeah. That's I'll, awesome. I'll, I'll bring some. I um, yeah, I I love how they're really and and we'll definitely go into the, go into this later, but I love how they're really like focusing more on your character this season I, I, I'm yeah. stoked about it and that's great you're yeah. so good on the show dude thank you man yeah. that, I mean how did that uh, come about because the show was uh, a hit already mm-hmm. right when you joined not really it was okay. uh, first season Okay, so yeah, it was already right. a show I was like oh Mike Judge Mike, with all these great comedians dude, come on yeah, everyone knew it was like HBO, Mike Judge, that cast it's it was, like let's hope it's a big deal and yep. let's hope it gets a second season but I joined first season just as a guest star yeah, or even a co-star, like two, three lines for like three episodes, I think. Yeah, and your character was kind of in and out. Would say yeah. like a sentence, and uh, then literally. TJ Miller would yell at him. 
The whole first season, I think I had like five words, maybe. Yeah. And then three episodes. I got paid like, I don't know, the day rate, like three grand. Yeah. And it would just always end with T.J. Miller going, Jin-Yang! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Still, <laughs> till today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, and then second season, I had an offer to do a Yahoo series. Mm-hmm. And uh, Yahoo was like, look, if you do our series, we, you can't do other uh, premium platforms or online right. content. Sometimes. Which means HBO. Yeah. So, so I'm like, dude, I don't. What the fuck, dude? Like, and Yahoo's not planning to pay me a lot. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it's Yahoo. That was like the first time trying to do a couple of series. Yeah. So I'm like, dude, what are we gonna do? And then my agent was smart enough to ask HBO. Was like, look, uh, um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, Yahoo's offering him like a series regular, which you guys match the offer. I thought she was crazy at the time, but I guess they had some plans for my character to expand, and they're like, we can't let this guy go. So. They signed me up on season two, and uh, I've been here ever since. Oh, my God. Right? Isn't there that crazy? Is. Isn't that crazy, dude? American dream. How many auditions yeah. had you been on? Uh, you booked that? Uh, for Silicon Valley? For, yeah, I mean, just in Hollywood. Like, oh, been- I have an audition log. I think it's about the 114th audition. Wow. Yeah. That still doesn't sound like very money. I know. For I've the been people, on that's thousands. Not, yeah. I know. And not gotten thousands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and that's like, I mean, that's still a lot. If you get one out of 50, that's good. Honestly. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, that's huge. And mm-hmm. I, I just want people that... Uh, either are just starting out in the business or not in the business to just take that into consideration. That's 113 times. And like we say, that's low. Mm -hmm. 113 times walking in thinking, all right, this is it. Mm -hmm. This is the thing. And then maybe you get a call back, but just hearing no Mm -hmm. that many times and yet you still go back. But it just takes that one thing, man. It really um, does. Yeah. When I auditioned for it, it's such a small part. It wasn't, it was the casting associate at the time. I think she's a casting director now, Leslie Wu. At Gina, Dude, at, who's my girl? Yeah, at Gina McCarthy. You know, office. I worked there. Oh yeah, I interned at Gina McCarthy for five years. Dude. No way, so that's Jeannie, a great office. Nicole, oh, mm-hmm. I mean, I literally started out doing just office work, and then became I was running sessions, and then it became the guy I was reading uh, for like the director sessions for, you know, that's like great. for getting with the Greek and for getting Sarah Marshall. I went with Jason Siegel and Russell Brand to San Diego to put Kristen Bell on tape for Whoa, forgetting Sarah Marshall because wow. she was doing Veronica Mars down there. They're the shit, though. I mean, Nicole and Wu are... They're so great. Wu, Wu and I were interns together when we started, and now she's like a baller there, you know? Yeah, so she was a casting associate four, yep. three, four years ago, and the casting were at Gina McCarthy wasn't even there when I auditioned yeah. for my role. It was just on tape. I did it one take. That's it, because it's such a small role. Mm-hmm. And from that, it turned into this. Dude, wow. that is crazy. Know, right? That's what happened with Jaleel White on Family Matters. Small-ass role. He yeah. crushed it, and they were like... Yeah, and, and Urkel, I heard. Like, yeah. uh, he was just a guest star, and then, you know... Yeah, that's a, that. Yeah, Jaleel White's the guy that played her. Oh, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> that's okay. yeah, that's, oh, that's oh, what I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's wait, right. wait. He he just was on Silicon. No, no, no. no, no, yeah. no. You said, oh, you were just Haley Joel saying, Osment. Is you were on just Silicon saying the story I just said. Yeah, but you said Urkel. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Haley Joel Osment is going to make an appearance. Yeah. Um, He's gonna be nice. I'm intrigued. Is he, he, he going to see? I see tech people. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the trailer. He's in the uh, season trailer. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. I mean, I'm sure you can't reveal too much about his I, part. I can't talk yeah, about yeah, yeah, his part, yeah, yeah. But, but he's in it. But he's in it. That's yeah. all you need to know. And if you've seen, uh, if you watched him in the Entourage movie, it was great. Like, he, like he's to say he's a great actor, it's like, yeah, of course. He's mm-hmm. been in so much great stuff. And a lot of times he's playing himself, but this, he's not. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited to see yeah. Uh I want to know, like, when you get here at age 13 when does stand-up even enter your realm of consciousness like yeah. when like when are you even aware about it, it was literally like comic view it was funny learning english yeah i i watched comic view i watched kings of comedy i thought that was so funny i still have the kings of comedy dvd nice 
But um, when I watch that Comedy Central, those half hour, I never found them funny. I can never sit through one of them. It's mm-hmm. too heady in a way, right? Whereas the urban comedy is much more just funny and entertaining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I always gravitated towards that and uh, never really thought that would be a thing until I really, I just got bored after like uh, in college about to graduate. I had an e-com major. I didn't want to do that. So I was just trying different things and I took to comedy. Comedy was one of the random things I tried. Where was the first place you went up? Ha Ha Comedy Club. Ha Ha Comedy Club. No ho, baby. Yeah. yeah $5 for five minutes of open mic in front of five pissed off comics. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a great it, deal. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, and 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 was that something where after your first set, you're like, oh, wow, I like this? Or You know what? I think I liked it not mainly because of the comedy aspect of it. Like, oh, look, I'm on stage living the dream. Like, yeah. I'm going to be Eddie Murphy one day. It's not that. It's that I finally found an outlet to make some new friends. So it was the sure. hangout. It was meeting the other open micers, expanding my horizon. That was what's exciting for me. I hear a lot of comics say that as their reason for wanting to get involved. It was like they almost didn't get a little bit out of boredom, but also like feeling mm-hmm. the need to like post-college uh, to find a group to attach to. Exactly. I never was in fraternity. I was still hanging out the same <clears throat> friends from high school playing Madden. I was like, dude, I need... Are you saying that economics majors aren't the best people to hang out with? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I never went to class. I just got super high because I hated that major. And I fit in with being a comic just, just exactly. nicely. I was already living like a comic. Um, I, never, just, I got like a two point seven GPA or something. Okay, so it, so it, it it it's not like you were you weren't Doctor Ken and like excelling. No, no, no. Yeah, this was not. You were not going to be an economics professor or an no. I had an internship, but like I just that. hated it. Now, what yeah. do um, your parents say when you get a two point seven GPA? They didn't know that. They, they didn't know that until I got on Silicon Valley. So, Are you serious? Uh, oh, yeah, I things, never told them. Things were that. going okay. You're like, hey, by the way. Yeah. Hey, look. You know, <laughs> I had to get here by now, doing this. How did you hide your report cards from your family? Well, in college, I guess they just assume I was doing okay. Yeah, parents you know, don't really like, check yeah, in on the college yeah, yeah, GPA they, they, unless they true. unless you're showing unless there's like obvious signs of yeah. debauchery to mm-hmm. where they're like. Are you even going to class? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, like if they see pictures of you like taking trips every weekend, and they're like, mm-hmm. yeah. maybe this is becoming a problem. Did and you? I, and I guess you're passing. Yeah, so it, I passed. Two point yeah. seven is yeah. You're that's good enough. I wouldn't show up to class. I'll cram like maybe two, three days in front of finals, and then just show up and take the final. And would you crush it? Not crush it. I got a C, but it's still passing. Yeah. Now, were you? Uh, was it one of those things too, where it was too easy for you, and you were just over it? No, it wasn't. High school was like too easy. I got straight A's, not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Now when I got to college, it was I actually had to work. I went to UCSD, which is not the easiest school. No, and uh, but I just hated everything about college, going to class, and that school had like really low school spirits. If I went to UCLA or like USC, I feel like I would have had more fun. Yeah, I just really wasn't having fun. I was kind of depressed. Oh, interesting. Now, so you're just a, looking for an outlet or something. Yeah. Now yeah. that had to surprise some people because on a whole, people um, think San Diego. Think of San Diego, but also uh, a, a young Chinese student, and they go, "Oh, this kid has got to be going like to see you to your friends." They were like, "Yo, Jimmy, you're just gonna get high and not go to class? Like, isn't yeah. this what you love?" Also, right? maybe, maybe that's part of it, right? Because in UCSD, there's a lot of these like Chinese students that are just very nerdy and just very stereotypical in that sense. Sure, not that I have a problem with that. No, in mm-hmm. a university, everybody's like that. It's sure. a good university. Yep. But I want to, in a way, separate myself from those guys. I'm like, I want to be an Asian guy that gets high and gets laid. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that, like, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're studying, getting high-paying jobs. But yeah. will, there's really a hot women over there. So I'm, I'm trying to be the non-stereotypical <laughs> one. So Good being Asian motivated me to get high. 
Oh my Amazing. God. I love that. Right. Now, what did you do when you got high? That's always my favorite question because early days of smoking weed, you Dude. can't replace those. Yeah. Freshman year of college, I, sm- I got me so Me too. High. And um, I used to play basketball. That was my favorite. Dude, activity. me too. Really? No oh, way. Oh, man. All right. We're going to have to. Do you still play? Yeah. All right. It's well, so- I was in the comedian basketball league for a little bit. You were too, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like we did cross paths that way. It got too competitive. It got too competitive. It got too busy. Also, mm-hmm. they started opening it up to. You know, and I'm glad it expanded. But then it, there was like an agents team, and then there was like a a UCB team, and, and every team got like a D1 ringer. Uh, yeah, dude, the Rick Glassman's team named the Rick Glassmans mm-hmm. appropriately because that motherfucker, love you, Rick. You ball yeah. hog, you shot every time. That's <laughs> why your you team that struggled. Team? No, I was on the the um, uh, not the comedy store team, just the, the Sean Kemp's kids. Oh yeah, you guys won, right? Won we here, got to the finals three years in a row and lost every time, oh, twice by wow. one point at the buzzer. Wow. Um, but we had a great squad. But but Rick Glassman's with Brent Morin and this guy Willie Mack, who mm-hmm. barely did stand up. But then he can dunk. That Willie guy, could right? dunk. Yeah, Willie. He's not damn. that tall. He's like six feet tall. Yeah, it was bonkers. Oh no, that's not that tall. Yeah, thanks, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> easy. I can't. Easy. This is the this only guy. podcast where I can't complain being short. <laughs> You're funny. welcome. I am an ego boost. <laughs> now, now you say you love basketball. I have we gotta to, get high and play sometime. I'm down. That's I have I'm to ask you about one credit that I I need to know oh, if this God, is true. I know, I know this. Yeah. Okay. What do you think he's gonna ask? The Harlem Globetrotters. Yes, dude. Were, were you a writer slash consultant for the Harlem Globetrotters? I consulted it uh, for a day. Oh, a day. Yeah. Uh, okay. Dude, literally, but, it was it was when I first started. It was like the first credit I ever had. That's why it's on there ever since. Yeah. Um, I would still go up to that, by the way, if I were you. <laughs> right? uh, you've seen him. Consulting go up to the I- song. like Because, by the way. Oh. Hey, what's up, everybody? Improv, yeah. Did you, yeah, you take the mic, you do some tricks with it. Through <laughs> yeah, your legs yeah, yeah. And all that shit. That'll be tight. Um, and then rip off my pants. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was, uh, so Harlem Grove. Globe Charles, every year they go tour around the world, and China's one of the biggest stops, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, it's one shit. of the emerging markets. So the script is very comedic. So um, they want a com- Chinese comedian who is from a Chinese descent uh, look over the script and tell them if it's okay, if it's anything offensive. Okay. So me being the one of the only Chinese American comedians. <laughs> oh my god! I was the guy they called, but I didn't have an agent. I didn't know how to negotiate. They paid me two hundred bucks, met me in LAX, bought me some food. <laughs> And how was that? Dude, that's so Globetrotters. And, and then you just so you just looked over it and said, yeah, that's good? I didn't even read the fucking script. <laughs> well, 200 bucks in food. Yeah. Fuck them, dude. Me yeah. at LAX at the, at the Marriott Hotel bathroom? Like, yeah. where do they? They sent me a tape. Yeah, it was like in the Marriott, like just a restaurant there, the hotel bar or something. Dude, that's very shady. Also, yeah. like, definitely, I don't know, man. Treat you better if you want better results. Yeah, right. I, I did tell them one thing. It's, I, I did watch the video they sent me of last year's. Yeah. China tour and I'm like look you guys have a Hello Kitty mascot thing up there I just want to tell you Hello Kitty's Japanese not Chinese oh yeah shit. and uh, yeah point taken that was, and it. Also that was 200 that, bucks yeah. <laughs> and also that one line where you uh, call one of the Washington generals a round eyed gook that's not yeah, good that's, that's not, not gonna good. fly that's not gonna fly that's not gonna fly he's not even their best player <laughs> yeah he's not you could get away with that yeah <laughs> that, you could have really uh, I mean really, that's one of the greatest credits ever you could have by the way just been like 
Oh yeah, say this, say this. No, I they were, fucked with it them. sounds like they had no other <laughs> no Chinese department. Yeah, yeah. So they were like, yo, just, kid. Uh, talk how much uh, you 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 love Mao. Mm-hmm. You know, just uh, yeah, 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 yeah. keep doing that. It's mm-hmm. fine. Call uh, and then refer to a lot of Japanese culture. I've I've <laughs> I've, I've, I've found out because uh, uh, I'm engaged to a Chinese woman. Mm. Uh, Congrats. I, th- uh, thank you. Uh, I thought I'm like t- like typical racist American. I'm like eh, it's all like similar, right? Oh no! If I if I refer to anything Japanese in the house and like towards her and her family and her culture, it's like that's insanely offensive. Yeah, and just and evil. Like uh, I've 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 gotten some stern lectures. Really? Yeah, Holy yeah, yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. So now I'm a little more I'm a little more sensitive to the, to, to the to the Chinese culture for sure. Yeah, Chinese, Japanese, Korean. Like some people get pissed when you mix them up yeah. together. Uh, I I can care less. Yeah. <laughs> so like, if someone comes up to you and goes like, "What's up with Kim Jong Un?" You're like, "I don't fucking know," but <laughs> yeah, it's like him. it's like that person just looks stupid. Like it's, <laughs> it's nothing to do with me, right? Right? Like my girlfriend when I first met her, she didn't know the difference between Korea and Hong Kong. I think. Oh, okay. Or, or she thought they all in China, something like that. Oh, okay. Your I, girlfriend is not. Chinese. She, <laughs> oh, I, I would hope not. Like that would be very disappointing if she was. I'd be like if a Jew didn't know what Hanukkah was. Yeah, she's yeah. she's a white girl from New Jersey. All right, so I feel like it just, she's you. not dumb. She's just like a uh, uh, American. Uninformed. Yeah, un- she's an American. American. Like, yeah, she's, that's a good way to put it. She's like those people on jaywalking. You know, back in the Dan Jay Leno show. <laughs> like they don't they don't know, and that's just an average American yeah. educated person. She went to college. Uh, I mean, I would want to fight you on that, but I really can't. Uh, like, yeah. it's just it's it, the people that they go when Jay's like, so, well, where's British Columbia on the map? And the person yeah. would go, well, it's not above us because that's Canada. Uh, <laughs> it's in London, right? By the way, British Columbia. By the way, I'm quoting that. I, I use that as a uh, example, but that yeah. is a kid I went to high school with that oh, we were God. filming a video in high school. We're doing some trying to get out of doing a project by making a mm-hmm. funny video, right? Did you ever do that? Yeah, yeah. And so we're doing some man on the street thing, and we're his name was Gabe Coin is, and we were like, we were like, hey Gabe, uh, and, and he was just so. And now he's an amazing graphic designer, but he was so beautifully and adorably stupid that we would like, we had one section of this video where it was like, ask Gabe is what the segment was called. And we would ask him questions. We asked him at one point, he just goes, what's Hitler's last name? Oh my God. Oh, I mean, oh, so every, people, everyone needs a friend like that. Oh, yeah, everyone great. needs yeah. that beautifully dumb friend. She doesn't sound like she's down that path, but she didn't know enough for you to have to give she's, her a... She's trying, you know, like... Yeah. It's the problem with America is if you're hot since high school, then you're just done. Like you don't right. ever try. Right, because you don't but have then to. When you get Every a little day. older, you yeah. realize you're like, fuck. Like the world is more than that. <laughs> I need knowledge. Yeah, yeah, the world is more than just going to clubs and looking hot. Now, uh, I want to know real quick though what yeah. what um, Jackie Chan Chinese. Yes, is he like to me? I still consider him one of the greatest. Um, I guess just figures in entertainment uh-huh. of all time. Yeah. Because those movies, he, to me, he's like Jim Carrey. Only he can do what he's doing. Oh, There's yeah. no other Jim Carrey in Liar Liar. In Liar, Liar no, no other nobody. Per- Ace person. Ventura, dude. Nobody yeah, else yeah. can do that. Robin Williams, you'd be like, oh, maybe he could, you know, do. I think I think Robin Williams was supposed to be the Riddler, is what I heard, and then Jim Carrey did it, and I'm like, oh, oh cool. Wow. And that mm-hmm. I feel like they would have been two different versions. But Liar Liar, dude, kicking his own ass in the bathroom. Nobody else can do that mm-hmm. physically. You know what I'm saying? Ace Ventura. So Jackie, yeah. to me, I feel like it's the same way. Where I'm like, those stunts, that shit. Yeah, there's other people, but like exactly. the the charisma and the likability as well. So I can't imagine. I mean, was he just? He's a god over there. 
Oh yeah. And did he help you sure. influence you to get into the business? Um, I mean, we all grew up watching his movies. Yeah. Worldwide, everybody grew up watching yeah. Jackie yes. Chan, and he's from Hong Kong. He's a Hong okay. Kong guy. Oh wow! So of course we grew up watching him, and uh, yeah, like like you said, it's not just the kung fu, right? He brought in the slapstick humor and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Him and Jim Carrey are so good; they go past the corny slapstick physical comedy yeah. it transcends that because they're they're so silly it yeah. passes yeah. that they truly make it an art form yeah funny you said jim carrey that was one of my bigger early influences. me too like in hong mm. kong he was big was he? i watched like ace ventura mask and all that stuff well that would make sense because that's that comedy was a little more physical so universally may, yeah so maybe if the dialogue didn't translate as well or the timing wasn't right yeah. it, it's okay like you, you still see a guy who's doing just ridiculous things with exactly. his face and it's, it's not still dialogue funny. heavy it's yeah. just funny yeah and uh, <clears throat> another guy who's like a god in the Hong Kong comedy world Stephen Chow the guy that ended up going pretty international doing uh, Shaolin Soccer Kung oh. Fu Hustle yeah yeah Back yeah oh yeah so he has a slew of like great he started his own he created his own genre in Hong Kong in Cantonese called Mo Lei Tao it literally means nonsense so it's kind of like that Jim Carrey stuff. It's a kind of ridiculous nonsense. Yeah, because Kung Pao Under so the Fist was funny. like, it, it was just absurd. Kung Pao, I, I don't know if that's his movie. Oh, no. It's Kung Fu Hustle oh, Kung Fu and Hustle, Shaolin Soccer. Shaolin and, Soccer. Uh, yeah, he has a bunch like from Beijing with Love where he plays this uh, really shitty mainland Chinese 007 agent. It's great. It's just a great, great film. I, I love how certain things, and because th- when I told people I was going to do stand-up in China, they were, they were like, well, how's that, like, you're going to a military base? I'm like, no, I'm just going to... Yeah, did you get bars. a lot of expats or did yeah. you get local Chinese? I got a lot I got a lot of expats, but I got a, a lot of locals as well. And it's amazing how humor just translates. Mm. You, like, funny is funny yeah. no matter where you're going. Yeah, if you do, like, some deep cut or American bad, uh, Black people got bad credit. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what is that? What are some of the worst Chinese stereotypes you've heard that make you go, oh, man, you just don't know shit? Like, untrue stereotypes? Sure. Yeah, well, give me give me one of each. Oh man! Once like, you've heard, where you're like, okay, I can't get mad at that. That is racist, but like the- Chinese bad drivers, I get it. Like, we're not the greatest driver. Oh, like Koreatown, you go to Koreatown, it's all Korean grandmas. They drive like shit. Yeah, but there's also old white Jewish yeah, grandmas. Exactly. You go, to, you go to Beverly Hills, the same thing. Yeah, I'm. I'm. The more the, the older I get, the more I'm just like, yeah, everyone just sucks. That's true. That's uh, true. That, so, so some people are against like the self-driving cars. I'm like, no. Bring it on. Yeah. I want I want a lot of these people off the road. Yeah. I'm yeah. good. I mean, it really would solve a big problem because, the, dude, the amount of people I see in L.A. driving with their head down. Oh, texting? I can't swerving. even. I mean, I literally, I, I'm like, I didn't even. It's crazy that like not like, there should be something in the car. There, that's going to be the next thing where it's like, fuck flying cars, man. Put that. Put a pin in that. Okay, we're not getting there. Yeah, because we saw we've joked about it for now like sixty years. Like flying cars, it's fucking not going to happen, man. You're still improving heated seats. We don't yeah. fucking care. <laughs> we don't care how hot our butts get when we're driving. Did yeah, any, who was ever in a car like my butt's too cold? Yeah, I mean fucking put a coat underneath it. You, you know, but like, you know, something to where if you look down, your car senses it. And maybe like prints you up a ticket right there or some shit. Oh, something. you know what I'm tight. saying? Like yeah. something to Just to, to really stop people or from scramble doing it. your phone when you're in your car. You yeah, yeah. Or, or turn it off for you. Chuck yeah. it in the back. You I know, don't like care. the Do sensor something. that they can just maybe feel a sense. Like maybe you have to. It, it feels if your face goes down. Yeah, you know, unless what if you're just masturbating or trying to suck your own dick? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're trying to suck your own dick while you're driving. That's a whole other thing. Yeah, because I respect okay. that. Something tells me that uh, Jimmy, you've masturbated in your car. Yeah, I don't ever check my phone, but I gotta look down. Yo, have you ever jerked off in your car? No. Be honest. No, I haven't. I, we had somebody on the mm, podcast once no. tell us they did. They pulled over. I have pulled over and maybe jerked <laughs> off. That's 
that I don't know. I can't. That was confirm. a hot girl on that billboard. By the way, so you that's had to do it. Amazing. <laughs> I've never jerked off in my car. Dot dot dot. While driving, I've yeah. jerked off in a plane for sure. Wow. Good for you. So yeah. like, that's kind of like the Mile High Club. <laughs> the <laughs> the all time low club. That's the, that's the Mile Low Club. It was uh, I was oh coming God, back from story. Hawaii yeah. uh, with some comedy buddies, and the whole week I was sharing rooms with buddies, yeah. and I couldn't jerk off. No and um, I was trying to score, but I couldn't. Like I didn't in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And then when I came back, there was like this literally like this girls' fucking soccer team in front of us, <laughs> fucking hot as shit. Of course, and yeah. like trying to you know you know doing this on purpose, trying to get their bags on oh, the top and like no. but sticking the ass out. Yeah. And I was just like, hey, hey, man. Hang on, Jason. I gotta go to the bathroom. I gotta, I gotta just, <laughs> I gotta just go. Like I can't. I could. I love that you flat out told your friend, like, "Well, I'm gonna go jerk off." Yeah. No, I didn't say that. I'm just like, I gotta. Yeah, come on. I yeah, this is too much. He yeah. knew though. Yeah, he I knew. think so. He, was just he knew what you were doing. That's amazing. That's why dudes are great, man. Because you literally, it's like. <laughs> you broke it down You're like Look I tried Okay I was good yeah. I didn't fucking jerk off Around my roommates And my friends Because that right. would have been The wrong thing to do Exactly So I've earned this Now God You're gonna put me In a position on the flight home With a hot soccer team And a yeah. fucking open bathroom Come on <laughs> Yeah You're not gonna lock the door In that bathroom yeah. Well then and I'm going in there a six hour flight ba- yeah. uh, Back from Hawaii how, how frowned upon Is it to jerk off In a bathroom I mean In look. a plane I think as long as you You know Shoot it in the toilet, you're good. Yeah. Well, yeah. what about just in general? You got to go to the store and fucking, you know, rub one out. Also, there's a little bit of pressure. I mean, look, there's there's also an expected wait time with airplane bathrooms because there's only oh, two. Oh, yeah. So people understand. Yeah. It's also like if you're taking a little longer, like, dude, I remember waiting, standing in the area right outside the cockpit one time, so much so to where I was like, I feel like I should, like, this is, like, bad that I'm standing here for so. But I was chumming up with the stewardesses, and this dude was in there for 35 minutes. Dude. Whoa. Dude. And literally, and literally I'm, he had to have been. And when he came out, I looked at him, and I go, wow. Because I was like, I have to say something. After 15 yeah. minutes, fuck it, dude. After nine minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's now I get to say something, and you hopefully respond. And I, he walks out, and I just go, wow. And he goes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's which, it. Which was his way of being like, "Yeah, man, you really want to know what was going down in there, right?" Because oh, I'll the tell you, fuck? you know, if you re- if if really push this button, if I'm in there for 35 minutes, I feel like I would have to do some shitting noises, even if I, <laughs> even, if, yes, I, even if I'm tricking off, I'll be like. Uh, <laughs> I mean, those are also jerking off noises. Yeah, but oh, okay. true, dude. True. It could have been a shit that turned into a jerk. You know what I'm saying? Where oh, he's sitting there jerk. pooping, and then he's like, all of a sudden it gets hard because he's like, he's searching about that soccer team, and he's right, like, right, right. He's like, look, I came in here with one game plan, but I'm pulling an audible right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because 35 minutes, like that's no shit should take that long. Single star is a lot of pressure. Also, if you got turbulence, have you ever tried to shit in a plane while it's shaking, dude? Oh, that should be on that. Fear Factor. It is not an easy... I feel like that's the safest place you can be with turbulence. Because if it really shakes you up... Like, have you seen Flight, that Denzel movie? Oh, yeah, yeah, terrifying. yeah. And then the turbulence... Like, the, the lady wasn't wearing a seatbelt, and then her her head got snapped like right. because like she hit the ceiling. Yeah. Like, in the bathroom, it's such a small contained area. You right. got nowhere to go. You're good. So and, you're and, safe. And, there's like, and there's, like, squished. handles on the sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd rather get thrown around... In the fucking seat, like, and tossed around, and uh, for even a minute, just get the fucking fly. You know, if you're yeah. in that tiny bathroom, you're just getting squished. Yeah, true. I don't know. Well, either way, I hope I never find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah true. That being said, uh, now you're in addition, to obviously being very, uh, being very funny. Uh, you've done a lot of dramatic work too, dude. Patriots Day. You are so fucking oh, good, man. Thank you, man. I was just telling Brad before uh, you got here. I was like, yeah. man, it was one of those things where I was like. You know, know how good comedically you are, but it was like, dude, I mean, home run, dude. You're, Thank you. I mean, I don't even uh, know how much dramatic 
prep you've had, but like you're that type of role. Those that type of job is coming your way. I feel like now so much more. Yeah, I hope more. Like I don't mind doing it at all. Like I don't necessarily have a preference on comedy and drama. Comedy is more fun. That movie is tough to shoot because it's based on real people. Yeah, and everybody's very much in character. Right, and it's such an important dramatic. Yeah, yeah, event we want to do it right. For we, a lot we don't want to just like even if you improv some lines, you want to do it within the means of right what the guy said. Yeah, Not, you can't just make up some shit. So it was a lot of pressure, but it was instead of fun, it was like super rewarding. Did, yeah, did, uh, yeah, yeah. did the actual now for those of people who don't know you played what was the name of the character Danny Mang yeah and he was got his kidnapped co- yeah. carjacked and kidnapped by the terrorist mm-hmm. drove him around in real time an hour and a half and then he escaped ran away called the police and that's how they tracked his Mercedes down uh, and found a terrorist in Watertown in the uh, Boston Marathon bombing. I mean solely yeah. responsible yeah because they were going to go Manhattan next and bomb mm-hmm. Times Square amazing yeah. I mean what the fuck and dude I mean so did you have did you get personal accounts from this guy for sure uh, he was very open and talking to me he's also a Chinese immigrant so we okay. hit it off you know I was speaking some Mandarin to him too so like he was opening up to me that maybe he wouldn't have with some other people mm-hmm. uh, we became really close friends he's great and we shot it in Boston so that's even crazier you could could you feel even oh, yeah. just shooting it you were our like- fucking hotel we stayed at the Mandarin on Boston Street mm-hmm. overlooks the finish line of the uh, no of the bombing. Yeah. I wonder if they did it on purpose I like, wonder right just like get you guys in that mood they, like hey yeah. this is where it was yeah did they take you to I mean all the spots to really just um, yeah, I, I made Danny take me to around where he got carjacked by the Cambridge River. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he took me to where he worked and things like that. It's pretty cool to see all that. But at the same time, man, it was I felt I did feel a lot of pressure. That's why I, I, I made sure I did it right and, like, we all prepared. Yeah. And, now, I, I, I imagine for a guy like him, that has got to be maybe difficult to watch the movie. But did he mm-hmm. watch the movie? He did watch the movie. Uh, we were all at the premiere together. Mm-hmm. And uh, did he, he liked it. He approved. Keep, there you go. He approved. There you so go. That, he that, approved of your performance. I want to know what did he say to you most. that really resonated as far as like that got you to go, okay, cool, I know how to play this. Um, every every line that he says is like a chess match. It's life or death. Every question the terrorist asked him, mm-hmm. he has to come up with an answer that buys him more time. Wow. So it's not just saying answers, right? Yeah. Or it's not just telling truthful answer sometimes he has to lie just to buy more time yeah so one thing he he told me uh in the encounter when the terrorist first carjacked him the terrorist asked him is there anybody here that cares about you right sounds Mm -hmm. like an innocent question almost caring right so i was like okay so this is probably when danny would tell him yes there is don't kill me i have a family right right but Derek, uh, 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 not Derek, Danny thought better of it. He knew the terrorist asked him that to know that, hey, is there anybody that's going to call the cops? Right. If, 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 if I kidnap you. Yeah. yeah. If so, I might fucking kill your ass. Oh, wow. So Danny was smart. So he said, no, there's nobody to care about me here, which is a pretty emotional thing to say, being a yeah. fresh immigrant. Sure, Probably sure. there aren't a lot of people that care about him, but he had to give him that answer in order by himself some time so he don't die you know yeah and and i told pete uh pete berg about it afterwards he was like dude yeah let's try that put that in the script and uh yeah that's in a movie now and um so each answer has a lot of back each answer is literally like a story it's like slumdog millionaire how that movie was cut yeah yeah each yeah, yeah. answer he gives is a life story that's kind of like that for danny that's the, amazing the moment when he breaks away to escape oh. is one of the most intense moments i've seen in a movie 
Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and that, I mean, dude, that was, I, I, you must have felt the actual, I mean, I don't even, it seemed very r- real. So, Thanks. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I had nightmares for like a couple days after. It was up. intense. But, I mean, a lot of it is credit to Pete, you know, Pete, Peter Berg, the director. Yeah. He knows how to get these actions right, get mm-hmm. those inserts of the hand, the door handle, the yeah. terrorist gun, and then one, two, three, four, let's go, you know, and yeah. then how he grabbed him. And how he sprinted, and the movie was spliced together with real footage. So oh, all no the shit. surveillance From, like, footage was real surveillance oh, wow. footage. When I ran out of car, me as the actor running out of car, yeah. it was cut with footage of Danny running across no the gas way. station. The no real kidding. Danny. That's yeah. amazing. Dude, that's the one thing I was also mentioning to Brad. It's like how seeing how it all came together is fucking bonkers and gives me some faith in like the people that do exactly. these things. The law enforcement, yeah. Dude, I mean, the way that they, I think it was, what, two days? When they, Something like that, yeah. I mean, which seems like not a long time to to really go through every step and get every piece of evidence, but the amount of people that were on it and having all the, the video, the, I mean, cell phones, and they ask for people to send in. That's right. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that whole aspect is is uh, pretty terrifying, but Man. also amazing. Did, did you, you, know, you became friends with Wahlberg. Kind of. I mean, we don't hang out, but uh, yeah, yeah, we're, we're acquaintances. Uh, we, we we hang at events, I guess. You know, so cool. yeah. if, if, he's great. He's yeah. super cool. So, and your friends, the real life guy, man. If, if if anyone ever made a movie like about some sort of event that I was involved in, and I was kind of like a consultant, I'd be like, oh no, this is when uh, this is when I showed the terrorists my dick, and they complimented it and said yeah. how big it was, huge. So like, huge. this is a, this is a very key part of the film. Yeah, and then it told his wife to come. He's like, yo, look at this guy's stick. <laughs> it's the so biggest big. I've ever seen. <laughs> you know, and that's really it's really important to the story. So Peter Berg, make sure you put in the part yeah. where the terrorists compliment my dick. Exactly. <laughs> and then that's when I disarmed him and, and put him in a chokehold and called the cops. Right. And with then, my dick. Yeah, with I my choked dick. him with my dick. It, it yeah. was so big. Yeah. I just totally wrapped it around him. Went then so I choked him out while having sex with this random Victoria's Secret model that was just yeah, walking yeah. back. That was just so impressed by the, si- by the size of my dick. Exactly. <laughs> and the cops came and they were so surprised by how big my dick was. And they didn't put that in the police report. So, so really, I got a medal and my dick also got a medal. Like, yeah, it was exactly. insane. It was, it was like the scene from Star Wars where it was like Han next to, uh, next to Chewie. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it was nuts. I think the great thing about Danny is he really didn't want to be famous. He, he was The red carpet made him very uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. why he's telling the truth and like, you sure, know, he sure, wanted sure. to share his story as part of a bigger story, you know? How thrown are people when they see you now uh, do stand-up after that movie? I mean, oh, yeah. I don't know if people put it in two and two together. Even from my character in Jing Yang to doing stand-up, he was like, holy shit, I didn't even know he spoke English. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, I guess I can take as a compliment. Did he learn yeah. it for the show? Yeah, yeah I know, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Which, it, it, it is amazing that even in today's world where we ha- where it's uh, it's obvious that people are actors and, and people can play any random mm-hmm. characters it is amazing that people just kind of look at you like oh wow, wow you speak english it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. acting exactly yeah, it's pretty crazy but some people are just ignorant i mean i did a show in like the ventura harbor club which is not yeah. the most sophisticated people it was yeah mm-hmm. i don't know five years ago before any of this right and yeah. uh Obviously, I'm just doing my set as me, speaking English. Yeah. And this uh, lady, like in her 40s or 50s, came up and was like, oh, man, that's so cool. Like, you don't even speak like the other Asians, man. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, okay. That's, oh, speak uh, like God. the other Asians? That's that. Yeah, you know, wow. that's that's another one of those things, like I said earlier. It's not, she's just ignorant. She just yeah, exactly. comes off looking stupid. Yeah. I can't get mad about it. At it's some just point, funny. you have to just brush it off and go, you yeah, know. It's that's, more material for yeah, me. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. And uh, according to your IMDb page, yes, sir. Uh, you got a movie coming out with uh, Melissa McCarthy. 
Yeah, um, Life of the Party. Life of the Party. Now, when does this come out? Do we, do we know yet? We shot it last year already. Okay. Uh, it's coming out May 2018, so it's going to be a while. Oh, wow. So they're really holding on to that. Yeah, I think it's just New Line releases one comedy a year. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's, I, but, but from the screenings that I haven't seen it from other people I saw it, uh, they say it's really good. Of course. Yeah, Melissa. I mean, How Adam, you know her. Yeah. She's the nicest people. Me, uh, me and Adam was hanging out her uh, Christmas after. <laughs> Christmas party. Yeah. Christina yeah. Aguilera. Dude, Christina Aguilera. Andy Bette, Garcia. Bette Midler. Oh, my God. Barbara Streisand. Babs. Yeah. yeah. That, that, <laughs> that's what I call her now. We're friends. Dude, we text. There, there was a moment when I went up to, I, I texted my mom and I go, Bette Midler is here. And Barbara Streisand just walked in and she just was like, kill me now. <laughs> and uh, and she was like, try to get a picture. I was like, I can't. I'm not even supposed to be texting. Yeah. And I'm talking to uh, Bette Midler at the um, appetizer thing. And then... At one point, I befriended. She leaves, and so her husband's standing there. So I start chumming him up. Nice. I'm like, oh, he's like a dude just flying solo right now. Like, yeah, let me yeah. just mm-hmm. do that with him. And so, uh, and then uh, we shoot the shit, whatever. And and uh, and then at one point, I was telling him about the whiskey room. You know how it was like that side room next to the next to the pool that had like yes, yeah, it that's was like, a great almost, room. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, that's like a whiskey room. And so Bet walks around at one point, and she's trying to show somebody else, and she goes. And she goes, Adam, she goes, you look like you know where the whiskey room is. She goes, can you take me there? I go, uh, yes, Bette Midler. Yeah. <laughs> follow, follow me. Yeah. Uh, the whole time and that, the whole goal in that party for us was just to not freak out. Yeah. Really. I would imagine act, so. Act when, 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 when you're around that many celebrities yeah. and that, and that, ca- like, you're not hanging out with YouTube stars or the Cash Me Outside girl. Right, like, you're right, like, right. like, you're yeah. hanging out with Bette Midler. Like A-list. And Andy Garcia. Legends. And like, yeah. Not just A-list, but yeah. legends. And you and I, I mean, I, uh, Love that we both stu- stuck around till the very end. Yeah, I mean, I think I left when you were still there, but it was one of maybe six people. We were e- dancing with Christina Aguilera. Dude, at the end yeah. it was sure. Me, why Jimmy, not? Christina Aguilera, Michael McDonald, uh, Melissa. Melissa, and Ben on the dance floor. Yeah, and I'm just like, this is some weird fucking Nyquil dream. I got pretty fucking wasted. Oh yeah, I did. just so I can cope with how famous everyone is. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but again, so I mean, like, could not be nicer people and mm-hmm. more generous, and uh, and uh, they love you. Oh yeah, oh they're great. They yeah. love you too, man. Like when we're shooting the movie in Atlanta, they mentioned you. Oh nice. I think you sent them like some animation or something. Oh yeah, they're yeah. looking at that. Oh, yeah, cool. it was cool. Yeah. That's so cool. What um, do you have stories from Silicon Valley that you're like? Oh, helicopters! Oh, I there was an earthquake for a minute. No, oh, jeez. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, well, no, because I because I grew up here, so unless so unless it's over a five, I don't give a shit. Oh, really? But yeah. did you feel the vibrate? Didn't it feel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt yeah. it, but I was like, nah. That was just helicopter, right? That yeah. Wasn't a, that, yeah, yeah. That's like a two. I'm good. I wonder if that's how the song "Feel the Vibration" by Marky Mark started, <laughs> where he was doing a podcast and he felt a mo- almost earthquake, and he goes, "Did you guys feel the vibration?" One and, thing. And somebody goes, "Wait, wait, wait." Yeah. Hold that thought. Come on, come on. <laughs> yeah. Feel it, feel it. He goes, what are you doing? He goes, I'm adding on to your sentence, man. I think yeah. if we put a track behind that. One of like his entourage guys or something told me like early on, he's like, just don't call Marky Mark. Like that's, you know. Yeah, it's... Uh, but I get it. Like why? Sure. There's a there's a clip of... Uh, I don't know if you were ever... Yeah, this the, this was out by the time you got to America. Uh, Toll Request Live, TRL. Carson Daly. Oh, yeah, yeah, Carson yeah. Daly, yeah. There's a clip of Eminem uh, standing next to Mark Wahlberg where Eminem just keeps bringing up Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch songs. Oh, no. And, like, he's doing it, but, like, not saying Marky Mark. He's like, yeah, it like it comes out from commercial. It's like, hey, I'm Carson Daly. I'm here with Mark Wahlberg and Eminem. And Eminem goes, yep, we're just all here together, just one big funky bunch. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. You, you, you just see 
Wahlberg like start to go like, all right, dude, you're about two seconds away from me hitting you. Wow, you would fucking hit a motherfucker. Yeah, too. makes sense. Yeah, I, I yeah, look at that guy. I and would go, take he's intense. Mark Wahlberg over Eminem in a fight. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, most dudes. Yeah, I take Eminem. The Rock. The, yeah. I think no, the Rock. That's true. Right. I think that's the true. Rock is like at the top of the food chain. Yeah. Right. Mark Wahlberg might have more scrap though. You're right, dude. Yeah, because he he's a street guy. He's from the streets of Boston, you know. Of yeah. Boston. <laughs> and the Rock's from what? The streets of Pasadena. Yeah, something like Miami. Is All it right. Miami? Also, That's not bad. He's yeah. probably he's a Miami guy. I mean, also, also he probably like, getting into wrestling. Like he probably had to have had actual fights in his life, right? Yeah. Something feels that. To or go, or oh, he's I can do so this. jacked, nobody yeah. ever fucked him. Well, he played he played yeah. college football for uh, oh, okay. for the U. So yeah, he's had. Did he really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he did. He did. Yeah, dude, yeah. What a life. He might be, dude. This Dosaki's motherfucker. He's not. They, why don't they replace him with real, the most interesting man in the world? Yeah, just the Rock. Yeah. I just want to hear like between. Uh, Even Don Cheadle I would take Over <laughs> the fucking Dos Equis new guy sucks Dude he's the worst And he's not even attractive He looks like a rat Yeah he looks like a rat Dude, A yeah, radish guy yeah. The most interesting man And maybe that's why it's not I'm the most attractive man in the world yeah. Maybe that's why he's like Look ladies I might not I might have a tiny penis And yeah. I look like Splinter's brother Yeah But uh, I'm very interesting Yeah yeah yeah, yeah I fucking exactly. do all this weird shit That the commercial it's says It's more relatable right. It's more relatable At least with the older guy You're like Yeah I could see how he was like uh, attracted dude back in the day, or yeah. he has all this experience. He got he's got, yeah, yeah, he's got those like he really should take a, like a it, take a tip here because it's like he beat a man playing chess with his arms tied behind his back, and he's like, "Stay thirsty, my friends." But if they really did it right, it would be like. You know, he fucked six women, took a break, and then fucked another 12. And yeah. it's like, he is the most fuckable man in the <laughs> yeah, world. Yeah, be like, wow, I got to drink some I Dos I got to drink some Dos Equis. Yeah, yeah, everything is just sex. Like, if you really want to talk about him, what's interesting man, you know? <laughs> he, <laughs> he, he, he fucked six uh, supermodels while his wife is watching. <laughs> And she sucked his dick out. That, that's the guy. That's I wanna... the guy. I want, like, damn it! I gotta get some damn dosage. Yeah. He, he fucked the girl in a in a Marriott uh, restaurant lounge while he was consulting on the Globetrotters. <laughs> then fucked the whole soccer team on the way back from Hawaii four hours later. And still jerked off in the bathroom. <laughs> Jimmy O Yang. Still jerked off. The in most the interesting man in the world. Wait, but so do you? Do, do you have people that have come out of the woodworks from either high school or college once you go in Silicon Valley that are just like blowing you up and either uh, being flattering or being weird pretty nice nobody yeah. i went to beverly hills high school everybody's pretty rich to some degree yeah there's mm -hmm. some people that send me a facebook message every now and then but uh it's all very nice nobody's yeah. like trying to rub off of me get rich off of me because I'm, I'm not even rich you know? so it's, <laughs> i don't think i'm there yet i did know? see you pocketing some of those gummy bears for like dinner later yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you have uh do you have story uh, we're both big silicon valley fans and yeah. i'm sure a lot of people listening are are there any uh just I don't know fun stories from the set like how that set just oh, seems like man. it's just improving all day and it that, is and that, I mean there's a, a lot of I think this is why they kept me around too like the first day I went on there I don't know if you guys remember it's episode three season one okay where I just answered the door like this is Pipe Piper yeah 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 oh yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, okay okay that was it and then uh, I think that's the line and then everybody starts saying their name to this old man mm -hmm. the joke is they say somebody else's name so they don't know it's them. But then I just chimed. I just took a chance, you know. So I just chimed in and started saying my name because I'm a confused foreigner. Yeah. So it kind of added to the joke. It's like literally like four or five jokes in one thing. Oh and they like that, you know. So and then and I kept improving and then and, and and then you know it just led to some other stuff. Love it. And uh, that's a by the way. Let's that's a good lesson for people that uh, you know take a chance. You have dude. to, right? Yeah. Why not? You I gotta mean, be a boss, man. Not like being an idiot or being an asshole. Sure. Now I'm confident enough to be very. Um, <clears throat> not demanding but just know what I want like I'll go up to props guy I'm like hey give me a 
like I was just shooting this mo- movie where I play this like rich asshole. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, oh my god, that's a great. I mean, I can't. Oh, wait it's to great. See you I'll, I'll show you guys part. some picture okay, off good. air. Not Love that it. people can see this. Anyway. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but, uh, wait till the audio is yeah. not yeah, recording yeah, yeah, to show yeah, the yeah, picture. Yeah. It's yeah. called Crazy Rich Asian, so we're shooting that right now. And yeah. um, this guy's like a billionaire asshole playboy guy. So I told the props guy because one of the scenes, I'm, I get out of the car, I'm an asshole, and I slap this girl on the ass, right? So I just told the props guy, I'm like, hey, can you give me some like Singapore dollars? I want to do one where I just try and throw the money at the girl's face. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and I told her, I'm like, okay, let's do it. Let's yeah. try it. And then I think that turned out to be pretty good. Whereas we keep it or not, I don't know. But you got to kind of, you know, I, 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 I always say this. I always just shoot the threes. You know, I miss, <laughs> I miss a lot, but that's a good thing about movies. You can miss, right. but you just need that one good take. You took that chance yeah, on. man. You're the Ron Artest of comedy. You I, just keep shooting threes. I am the Ron Artest. <laughs> You're just like, one of these will go in eventually. Yeah, yeah but I learned a lot of that from TJ, man. He just, it's not just improv. Me and him would talk about ideas, mm-hmm. even within the scene. Let's do this. Like this year, I, I don't know if this is, uh, I think it's probably like episode seven or something. Okay. There's a scene where like, we just go into uh, an office and uh, we open a door. Okay, mm-hmm. that's the beginning of the scene. And you know, opening the door is very easy. Camera is on the other side. You just yeah, open yeah. the door. But we're like, let's make this interesting. How would Jing Yang and Erlik, because they kind of hate each other, open the doors? Mm-hmm. So he's like, let me open the door for you, and then I'll do this joke like ladies first, because he's kind of an asshole. He always does that. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, let's do that. But then I just ignore you, and then I'll open the other side of the door, and it becomes like a stalemate of us, <laughs> like who's gonna go in? So we did a couple, a bunch of different gags of just the yeah. door. Right, you know, and just something as simple as opening the door. Just yeah, and it, ta- just taking those chances. Exactly, and it adds to it. It, it adds a dimension to it, and uh, it's hard to. The writing is so good, oh but if God. you can still add something, I, I learned a lot of that from TJ, man. And just and just it's an ensemble cast. There, there's not like, I guess you could say Richard is the main character, mm-hmm. but everyone between Zach, uh, Zach Woods. Mm. Who's just amazing? Yeah, uh, so funny and, and and just such a and of course uh, Kamel and uh, like it, it it just seems like a cast where no one is really trying to be the star. They're just trying to yeah. make a good product. Yeah, nobody's trying to one up each other. We all have our own space, and and the writing is so good that we all have our own thing going. You know, yeah, and, and right now your thing is the hot dog. App. Yeah, the hot dog thing. <laughs> so go download the damn app, take some pictures not of things, and it'll, yeah. it'll, it'll tell you if it's a hot dog or yeah, not. Yeah, tweet me and then hashtag not hot dog at funny Asian. <laughs> no, seriously, it's we're trending on the fucking app store. That's oh incredible, my man. God. Right. Yeah, and it came out what two days ago, and we got like what three hundred reviews already. Wow. I mean, are they all positive? Yeah. Yeah, because it's all just fans of the show. Like, I, <laughs> fans are pretty diehard, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, it's great. Especially when you do something that's of the show, but it actually works. Because it's actually a lot of techies watching the oh, show. Oh, and, like, and, and from friends that I know that work in the tech industry, they love the show. Because I know. Because I, I don't know who your consultants are or who your writers are, but they're, 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 they're throwing in such authentic inside jokes. Yes. It would be people making fun of LinkedIn or the Silicon Valley parties that's nerds that have like huge stars performing that where they're like, we don't know. Yeah. We're just doing this because this is what we think is cool. Right. But we, we're, we're not actually into it. Like I think in episode one, like Kid Rock is Kid performing. Kid Rock, yeah. In the very beginning, that was the yeah. opening. Yeah. And I think that's what's great. Like we did so much research and Mike is a fucking genius, Mike Judge. Yeah. So he knows in order to do a show like this and do it properly, you have to do it right. You yeah. have to get the consultants and, and not just do like a Hollywood version of it because then people will hate it. Right. And uh, yeah, we got crazy great consultants that are actually really successful tech guys and mm-hmm. they just do the show for a hobby. Dick Costello, the CEO and one of the creators of Twitter, 
yeah. was our consultant last year or two years Whoa. ago. Jeez. Yeah. And and the person that built the app, uh, Tim Englade and Todd and uh, our other consultant, John, uh, consulting producer, Jonathan Dalton, they built the app. And these guys could be making millions doing other stuff. And they yeah. do in the off-seasons. Because they're fucking geniuses. I love know? how they're like, yeah, well, they make millions on their own time. Yeah. And yeah. then they just come have fun with us. And they've made millions, I'm sure. Well, I mean, the guy from just... Twitter is probably a billionaire. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And now they're just like, eh, well, you know, I like this show. Let's walk out. Do you ever try to pitch them an app on the side? <laughs> I did. I did. Uh, it didn't work. <laughs> what was your app? Or do you yeah, it was it? like a it was timer a for trying years to jerk ago. off on the plane back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's been 15 minutes. Get back to your seat. They're getting suspicious. <laughs> One of my dreams to go on Shark Tank, you know. Oh, I was I was pitching HBO. I was like, dude. How about me and TJ go on Shark Tank Great in idea. character yes. and yeah. pitch our app? But then they Shark Tank wasn't in season when we were shooting, oh, so oh, right, it wouldn't right, make right. sense. It's a great idea, though. But uh, I did pitch him and uh, Jonathan an app like a couple years ago. He didn't say no, but he was just like, go do more research, see what's up, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was something like uh, parking, a Google Maps for parking to see how much parking is in the neighborhood or something. Great idea. S- something like that. I forget, yeah. I forget what it was. But I think there's something similar out there. It's just not done very well. Gotcha. And uh, to do something, I mean, you just got to spend so much money because I don't code or anything. Right. Yeah. That's it's uh, my brief time up in San Francisco. Like everyone up there knows how to code. Everyone. It's insane. If you know how to code, you can make a ton of money. Yeah. Really? They get to a point where like these guys, it's like Hollywood. They're like artists. They don't want to go work for Google. Google are like begging for you guys to work for them. Or like all these big companies, right? Mm-hmm. But these guys are such geniuses. They know they can make millions just doing whatever. It's like, have you met a guy that's like an amazing singer or something? Or, Daughtry, yeah. I met or, Daughtry outside the Laugh Factory <laughs> yeah. once. And uh, we, we've had Johnny Resnick, lead singer of the Goo Goo Dolls, on this podcast. Yeah. So. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, just amazing geniuses, businessmen. Yes. Yeah. And they know they can make millions, but they just want to do what they love. So they don't really care. Fuck. You know? But they also make millions. Yeah. They, well, they, they've made their millions. <laughs> they made their millions. And then they're like, they're fuck like, it. Do I need more millions? Yeah. yeah. And, then exactly. still, and then they still want to do it. I mean, so you, you got... I'm, I'm so, now is there plans for more stand-up stuff you're gonna start doing the road i'm actually taking a break from stand-up as mm-hmm. of like three months ago because stand-up okay. as you guys know you guys are like on top of your game it's a full-time commitment right yep you got to think in a certain way write down your bits write on those bits work on those bits at the club yeah. every day yep. and i don't necessarily want to spend all my mental energy on that i'm writing a couple of things i got this book i'm writing uh, that should come out next spring. Awesome. So I got to turn awesome. that in by October. Okay. I got a couple of scripts I want to write and then with the movie and TV stuff. So it's, that's keeping me pretty busy. Dude, I love mm-hmm. that you're, I, I was just talking with somebody about this the other day uh, and trying to take my own advice about not spreading yourself too thin and, and, yeah. and prioritizing. And it's like, and, and you can't, saying no to stuff, you're saying yes to it um, subsequently. You know what I'm saying? Yep. By by freeing yourself up to, to put all your mental energy towards towards stuff that you're really passionate about. And exactly. stand-up does, is a certain grind that does take a lot out of you. And so a lot. there's a lot that you're gaining by... Um, and the reward is not necessarily that great when you are doing, say, movies or TV yeah. shows. Like, mm-hmm. I think it gets you there. I, and I wouldn't be any of this without stand-up. Yep. Yeah, and so. it, it's always going to be a part of you if... Exactly. if if at one point, uh, once the show is done, hopefully in ten years, you, right. you guys want to do like a Silicon Valley tour, yeah, like or yeah. even in the off season, you guys can totally do that for sure. I think our schedule is great. We shoot from October to February, so mm-hmm. in between, so great. we can go do whatever, shoot movies, write stuff, or go on tour. I I, I did a good amount of road dates last year. Mm-hmm. It's just not my life, man. Some people enjoy the road, mm-hmm. like even not for the money or whatever. They just like it. They well, like to go get laid, go smoke, go drink. I mean, have you tried jerking off in every flight? <laughs> like, I think nice. I've jerked off in every comedy condo. 
<laughs> but so has so that's has right. every comedian. Yeah, yeah, so has every comedian. If you, yeah, uh, it's it's it, it, that that's a nightmare. Yeah, that, I would I would suggest bring your own sheets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, if you haven't seen Jimmy and Patriots Day, I highly recommend it. Um, Silicon yeah. Valley. I mean, and uh, down and download the Not Hot Dog app. Uh, yeah, be yes, I'm gonna please. get that shit. Be 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 ready for Life of the Party, which will come out next year, uh-huh. and uh, be uh, follow him on Instagram because you you literally just got back from Malaysia like a few days ago. Yeah, that yeah, a, that's for, for the Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, crazy Rich shit. Asians. So hopefully that comes out. Maybe that comes out around the same time as the Melissa movie next year. And then that'll be a good year. Yeah, and then next year out this time, you won't even know who we are. Cause oh, be, come uh, on, guys. Be cr- <laughs> if you guys provide the gummy bear, I'll be here. <laughs> Good night, <Done>. everybody. <laughs> Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessamay Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.